This is your host, Terry Noland, and this is your community. Come on in, grab a seat, and strap in. Hello, friends. I am coming to you from a new location this week. I am actually in North Carolina recording this podcast episode from my hotel room as I gear up for a day of community, of learning with my colleagues here in North Carolina. And when I was on the trip here, I was reading a book that was talking about the power of our visual reminders that are in our lives. Those visual cues that help to keep us focused, help us keep our minds tracking, our thoughts tracking what our passion and our purpose is. Now, one of the things that I will be saying throughout this podcast, and I really want to set the record straight, I will be talking about visual cues. This has nothing to do with reading instruction. I am not over here advocating for a three queuing system. No, definitely not. That's not what this is about. When I'm talking about visual cues, visual reminders, what I'm talking about are those things in our lives that help keep us focused. Let's think about your own home. What is in your home? Those family pictures that hang on the wall. Those pictures of your close-knit family, your extended family, whoever it is. And why do you put those up? Why are they there? Because it's a reminder. It's a reminder to us. Now, I know some of those people may be physically present in your home, but a picture preserved in time, that moment, the fussing and the fighting uh, before the actual good shot got taken, all of the antics, everything that happened around that picture, it's a visual reminder of my family, of who they are. Think about your phone. What is that screensaver on your phone? How many times do you look at that phone in a day and that screensaver pops up? It Maybe it's your pet. Maybe it's a majestic scenery that you saw on your last vacation. Maybe it is that family member. Whatever it is, you put it there for a reason. You put it there for a purpose as a reminder to you at moments throughout the day. These are the people I care about. These are the things I care about. It grounds me. It keeps me coming back to my true north. That's what visual reminders are all about, those visual cues. See how this is completely separate and apart from reading instruction? But as a literacy leader, it's important that I have these visual cues. For me, I keep a bracelet. I have a bracelet that I wear every single day. No matter what I'm wearing, this bracelet goes on my wrist. And it is a visual reminder every single day of my true north, my purpose. And on this bracelet, it has the birthstones of my kids. It has a cross. It has the Air Force emblem. My husband was in the Air Force. This is me. This is who I am wrapped up in this bracelet. It's a visual reminder. Now, here's why visual reminders are so important. Because research tells us that what they do is they help reduce the cognitive load on our brain. So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard to forget about the family. You know, you got to make them dinner. You got to run them around. uh, You got to give them a call. You got whatever it is that you need to do for your family. 
but it's something about a reminder, a bracelet, a picture, a, a thing, a, something that you could hold in touch, whatever it is. It just helps to reduce the cognitive load of being reminded of my purpose. It's always there. How many times do I look at it in a day? It lifts that cognitive load. And remember, working memory is all about that memory that I think of it as that hamster on the hamster wheel just turn and turn and turn and can remember about seven pieces of information at a time before I either need to let it go or commit it to long-term memory. And those visual reminders help lift that cognitive load. Now, of course, my family's committed to long-term memory. But it brings me back to my purpose, brings me back to my true north. Because you know what? We are human. We are flawed. We are forgetful. And when I get a little grouchy with my family sometimes, not saying that I ever do, but maybe that little reminder on my bracelet, the picture on my phone helps to keep me centered. The other thing is that visual reminders can improve efficiency. Now think about this one for a minute. You're sitting in a professional learning workshop and the presenter puts up on the screen this graphic that you are supposed to take in, consume, interpret, and understand. But this graphic is complex. It has so much going on and you're trying to figure out what's important. What is important about this graph that you're showing me and these colors and these words and all of these things going on? See, visual reminders, visual cues can help improve our efficiency of knowing where to look. Once again, bringing us back to our true north, our center it helps our eyes go to a precise location. It reduces the time and the stress on our eyes and on our brain to look at all this stuff and remember what I'm here for. That's what a visual reminder can do for us. And finally, visual reminders help us retain information. It helps us remember things. Because like I said, we're forgetful human beings. We're people that seem to can't go back to that true north sometimes without a reminder. So I've talked about, you know, the importance of having these visual reminders in our lives. And when it comes to literacy leadership, I want to give you some. And not anything that you need to go home and pack a big bag and then bring in all of these knickknacks and things to put up on your walls as reminders or in the hallways of your school or in your office. I'm going to give you things that are present in every school, in every classroom, in every place that school and education happens. And when you attach meaning to it, when you attach some type of significance to this reminder, it just helps center me every single day. It helps remind me what I'm there for. We're there for our kids. We know that, right? Don't forget, you need to be there for you as well. And we need to be there for the outcomes that we're trying to seek. Remember, 
It's about creating significance and not just success. So here's the ones that I thought of. You may think of some more, but attaching some type of significance to this item, it's going to help you, I think. Ground you. Keep you focused on that true north. Okay. The first one that I thought of is a desk. A simple school desk. Now, when I think of a school desk, I think of those desks that I used to have in school that you slip in, that the arm uh, uh, comes out from the right-hand side, and it was a big deal if somebody needed a left-handed desk. That desk, usually there was a basket underneath. When I was younger, it was those old wooden desks. You know what I'm talking about if you are old enough to remember that. A desk. What does a desk represent? A desk represents stability, sturdiness. Now, let's don't get started on the the wobbly desk, right? We had some of those. But if it's well-built, well-constructed, you've got a steady, stable piece of furniture. Being steady and stable, that's what every literacy leader needs to be. Because guess what? You're going to get knocked down John Maxwell says there's no two great days in the life of a leader. You're not going to have a great day and then back it up with another great day. You're going to get knocked down. Look at a desk. Don't forget to be steady and stable. Stable in your knowledge. Stable in in who you are, in your character, in your values. A desk is a reminder of those things. Next. A sharpener. Oh, those pencil sharpeners. And oh, that pencil dust that gets everywhere. I can see the lead. I, well, pencils aren't made with lead anymore, but I can see that pencil dust, right? A sharpener. What does a sharpener represent? You know, it's been said that you are the sum of the five people closest to you. That's where you get your strength from. That's where you get your knowledge from. That's where you get your beliefs and values from, the five people closest to you. When it comes to literacy leadership, who are the five people closest to you? And that pencil sharpener reminds you, make sure they're good ones because iron sharpens iron. That's what a pencil sharpener should remind us of. Not to be sharp with one another, but to sharpen one another. We need to sharpen each other's skills. We need to sharpen each other's abilities. We need to sharpen other strategies. We need to sharpen our personnel, our colleagues, our staff. We need to sharpen our kids, sharpen our parents, sharpen our communities. That's what a pencil sharpener should remind us of. Not to be sharp, but to sharpen others. That's my job as a leader. It's to sharpen those around me. All right, let's move on. Now, this next one could be, you know, the whiteboard. It could be a a type of board, you know, a Promethean board, whatever it is, whatever type of board you've got in your room. When I think of those, I think of how easily it is to erase. 
Now you could use an eraser as well. I thought that was too cliche, but I think of that whiteboard that all that knowledge comes seeping out, all, everything comes out and it pours out of you and the words come out of you and they appear on that board and the charts and the diagrams, everything that comes out of you is on that board or out of those kids is on that board, but it can be erased. Because as leaders, once again, you don't have two good days back to back. And it says, I have an opportunity to have a fresh start every day. This should go for students too. You know, the students that might give you an opportunity to really focus on the things that need to bring you back to center. The kids that are tough, for whatever reason is underneath, right? Behavior always indicates something else. But every day is a fresh start. Every day we can wipe that board clean. And I mean, once again, going back to my days, we had the chalkboards. What I mean here is not just erasing the board, because you remember what that was like when the teachers would designate someone to erase the board. And I promise that they were doing it because they didn't want to get chalk dust all over them. Ask a kid to do it. But it was fun, nonetheless. Not that type of a race. I'm talking about when they got you to get the water and the rag out and clean that chalkboard. No residue left. No hangovers from the day before about what I messed up on. Every day is a new day with a fresh beginning. If I'm trying to advocate for evidence-based practices in my school and aligning to the science of reading and I got knocked down and I fell on my backside, guess what? Tomorrow, that board is wiped clean. You get to start over. You get to start fresh. That's what a whiteboard reminds me of. The next, a bulletin board. Now, when I was teaching, uh, why is it that we get so caught up in our bulletin boards? Why is it? We stress about it. We look on Pinterest. We look at other ideas. We plan all summer long. We create things. We make things. We design things. We buy things. We cut things. We laminate things. Our bulletin boards are the be-all and end-all. And I'm here to say I know what it feels like. I feel your pain. I feel your joy. Because, man, nice bulletin boards are great. It was the day before school started, and in fact, it was Sunday evening, and my kids were with me. I'm trying to get the final touches put on my bulletin board in the classroom. I ran out of staples with the last border that I needed to put up. Of course, you run out of staples. Staples are abundant. Are you kidding me? Coming down to the wire, my kids are cranky. They need to be fed. School starts tomorrow. And here I am in the classroom trying to put up this last piece of border. And it hit me in that moment. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. I've been told there is a sign 
at the Facebook headquarters that says, done is better than perfect. We try to be perfect so often. We try to get all the borders put up right and the letters cut exactly right and the lamination cut and the board changed with every season or every holiday. And uh, it just kind of puts us over the edge sometimes. Use that bulletin board as a visual reminder. Done is better than perfect. Is it worth it? Was anybody going to notice that that tiny, tiny little piece of border was not complete? Probably not. Probably not. And I stressed about it and I stressed my kids out about it. No, done is better than perfect. As literacy leaders, we need to remember that done is better than perfect. Books. They're all around you. Let these be that visual reminder to you that knowledge is power. What is the goal that we are trying to achieve with our students? Our goal is learning. Our goal is creativity, curiosity, engaging that brain so that that child can go and be a productive person in society. Do we have strategies? Do we have research that tells us the way to get them there? You bet we do. And you bet we need to follow it. We've got to have that constant reminder that we've got to instill a love of knowledge in our kids. Notice I didn't say reading. Because reading isn't for everybody. I think I've mentioned before, I am not a reader. I am a seeker of knowledge. I'm curious. And I understand and know that reading gets me there. I've understood my purpose. That's why I love books. I don't love to read. I love knowledge. I love curiosity. Words have power. Knowledge is power. And that's what books can do for us. You know, when we understand how words work, we understand that words can work. When we understand how words work, meaning that we understand that there's 26 letters in the alphabet and 44 sounds, and we've got um, single letters and letter clusters and sounds are represented by these letters and all of the things that go into understanding that word recognition component of reading. It's a powerful thing. But when we understand that words work, that's a whole nother level. And books can get us there. The final one I thought of, just because this rings so true in my heart and in my home when my kids were growing up, that playground, that football field, that soccer field, that, that swimming pool, that band practice field, it doesn't matter. Whatever field that you have around you, this is where we got to remember 
education is fun. Education is fun. Education requires teamwork. It requires coherence. It requires us working hard and battling and sweating and it gets gritty and we play hard. That's what education is about. That's what literacy leadership is about. You know how much fun it is with kids when you're teaching them to read? Play in the shaving cream. Move those manipulatives around. Whatever it is. Playing. And when you play together, you understand how to work together. Play together with your colleagues. Get to know them outside of the school building. All right, guys, visual reminders. And like I said, these are just the ones I came up with. You may have some more visual reminders that bring you back to center, that bring you back to true north, that says, yeah, this is why I'm here. This is why I do it. Be steady and stable like a desk. Remind yourself that you're a sharpener. That board, that whiteboard, we've got a fresh start every single morning. The bulletin board, done is better than perfect. Books, knowledge, it's power. And finally, that playground, that sports field, we got to play. We got to learn to play together. I hope you attach some of this meaning to the visual reminders in your room or in your building or as you walk those hallways. Get you back to center. Get you back to true north. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week. Thank you for going on the journey today. Thank you for being present. Thank you for continuing to grow and learn. If we are going to make an impact on education, Create significance in the lives of our students. We need you. If you want to learn more about Learning Ally, visit us at learningally.org and be a part of a transformational community.